1: Better believe it. Welcome to a Saturday, our new start time now, nine AM. I'm Peter Boyles. This is Radio Free Denver, good old seven ten K in US. On a Saturday, seven ten K in U.S. Weather Center, Weather Beauty 62, and then Sunday 67 and Monday 62 degrees. 696 1971. Today will mark the return of our Palestinian guests. The last time that they were in studio, and I would made a, um, a somewhat of a deal with them that, number one, they had to come into the studio, which they both agreed to. I don't know who's coming today. And that they would have to take calls or would take calls. They welcomed that. So I got a call from um, the program manager of the radio station. And the amount of upset people who called and, you know, called commercial advertisers. It was back like the old days again. My first reaction was, well, that's what talk radio is supposed to be. There's too much of this one kind of talk radio. And the other one is, why were people upset that the Palestinians were in the studio or on the show? And I had a very difficult time with that. Uh, I understand that it's something that or it's the other side of the issue, or whatever you want to call it. But the Gaza-Israel conflict, and what is taking place now, they, there's estimates of 30,000 Palestinians are dead. And there's a, there's a, another battle about to begin, and it is going to be, as somebody said, the turning point is pending. Now, 303-696-1971 why do you take, or perhaps maybe why you are upset, that these Palestinians are coming back to the radio show? More than I'm more than glad to listen. 303-696-1971. What is it about them appearing? And they will tell you, at least they told me, they can't get anyone to talk to them or have them on shows or have them appear anywhere up and down the front range, which I find fascinating because, first of all, I have... Little, if any, use for what is taking place, certainly in a lot of Denver media, becoming mommy news and the, the whole, you know, cabal of angry white guy following angry white guy radio. But the Middle East crisis and asking for an end it's really interesting. Even history teaches an end to this that isn't very popular, but the end will come. And Biden shifting his stance on Israel. And you've been probably watching that if you've been following this. And I'm driven to it. I, I now have infinitely more time off, which is dangerous for me because it gives me infinitely, infinitely more time to read. And for the last, I don't know, eight, nine weeks, I've been spending you know the, the study time reading about Gaza, reading about Israel, and there, there are so many things that people – I shouldn't say people – that a lot of people generally don't know. But Israel has fought four wars, and at the time, the Egyptians administered Gaza. Now, isn't it interesting? Now the Egyptians block Palestinians from coming out. But the forty-eight Palestinian War, the border attacks of 49 through 56 – the first occupation of Gaza during Suez, and I'm reading this Eisenhower book too, and Eisenhower and Nixon, and if you remember uh, the occupation, uh, there was Suez, and there was the capture of Gaza, and the Suez Crisis was Nasser seizes the Suez Canal. Well, the canal is theirs. I mean, it's like the the Panama Canal. It's in Panama. the um, the 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 the, uh, the, the, the seizure. Of the, of, in, it was in the Nile River and into the sea. That stuff was, it's Egyptian. Nasser takes it. And of course, all of that begins. So there are very periods of low level, uh, insurgencies or, and then there's periods of major conflicts between Israelis and Palestinians and the infatahs begin and then the Oslo Accords and they bring these periods of calm. Uh, in 2000, the second intifada erupted. Towards the end of the second intifada, Israel disengages from Gaza. Hamas wins a 2006 election in Gaza, and and tw- and and seven 2007, the Israelis impose an air, land, and sea blockade of Gaza, and they turned it into now, you hear these words: the open air prison. The blockade was widely condemned, and the Israelis defended as it was necessary to stop the Palestinian rocket attacks. This goes up and down and escalates. In 2014, Israel invades Gaza in a major war that results in the death of, they, and we know the Israeli body count. All of them were soldiers, Palestinians, all of them dead, were practically all civilians. And so this goes on and on and on and on and on. So I have two questions for you. How does it end? 303-696, how does it end? Uh, The Israelis occupied Gaza during Suez, during the occupation, Palestinians. It's interesting, always seeming to be the blunt, is the Palestinians. Uh, Israel... They had the Israel-Gaza barrier in 96, and that helped reduce the terrorists, take a lesson, Joe Biden, from coming into Israel. But there's been so many books, and I'm now reading uh, a book called Disengagement, Israel and and Palestine. And uh, the guy's name is David, S-C-H-U-E-F-T-A-N. And I sure hope we can get him on a Saturday show or get him on the shoot. But uh, he makes a case for the need for separation. He talks about the Israelis and Palestinians and reviews new and existing arguments that underlie the different separation stances in order to make the case for separation from Palestinians, beginning with the West Bank and Gaza. And he favors what they call the hard separation, stances of politics and politicians. Uh, Remember Rabin and Rabin was the first to propose creation of a physical barrier between Israelis and Palestinians in 92, in 94 construction on the first barrier. I didn't take a lesson, Joe, Guy, uh, Joe Biden. The Gaza-Israel barrier had begun. Actually, it was a wire fence equipped with sensors, and following the attacks, uh, Rabin specifies the objectives behind the undertaking, he talks about the path must lead to separation. The second infatada happens, so it goes on and on. But now we're watching Joe Biden, I think, shifting his stance. And as I said when we we're talking to, uh, to um, talking to uh, again coming into the into all of this, talking to John Caldera, it is the the C word, ceasefire, and. The Israelis have, if you read Israelis, and I spent a bunch of time reading Netanyahu, and they talk about the infinite, indefinite, I should say, not infinite, indefinite military control over Gaza. Um, Netanyahu has released a plan that I read yesterday afternoon for post-war Gaza that signals to all of us Netanyahu's plan for Gaza leaves him room, obviously, to maneuver but the U.S. reverses the Trump policies, and Trump Trump's policies on Israel on the settlements were really different than what we're watching now. Uh, human rights experts and the U.N. are urging a ceasefire, but they're also talking about exporting weapons, which goes into another area. Israel would retain military control over Gaza. This is Netanyahu's plan, an occupation. Uh, there are all these calls from the world calling for palestinian states to to be to brought into existence the head of the agency that aids palestinians has said it's at a breaking point people are starving in gaza i look at this and i think is this a you know john was talking about um, johnny was talking about chaos well this is chaotic so 303 1971. Number one, do you oppose these Palestinian people from coming into the studio? Number two, why do you think people are so upset? I mean, remember, now this is a four hour show once a week, but nobody has these people on. Why is it that they're such a pariah? Why are these people, and, I, you know, I, my, my love for talk radio, bringing a couple, and I, I think we know the two folks that are coming, but that, that could change. Why would people be so upset as to not want them to speak? What is it about? Is it about talk radio today? Is it about being Palestinian today? Is it about being pro-Israel today? And again, watching Joe Biden and Biden is shifting his stance. And you would ask yourself why that's taking place. But the Middle East crisis and the criticism of Israel has begun. And I talked to one of my friends who's very good at what's going on who talked about how much money Hamas is being sent right now from throughout the Arab world and throughout the West. People are sending $5 contributions, $10 contributions. And of course, the the people in charge of hamas don't even live there all right so 3036961971 here we go we start with ralph on 1 thanks for calling good morning you're on the show hi hey
2: i'll put it in the, i'll put it in the sentence i think i can get in before the period israel is the last vestige of british colonial empire east of suez Hmm. Think about it.
1: No, of course.
2: And what it is, maybe instead of British Empire, I should say European Empire. But the bottom line on it is Israel <clears throat> was basically created because they needed some place to put the Jews and the survivors of the concentrations camp. It starts, start, it
1: starts way before then. Way before that.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, let, you want to go back to... Uh, when they chopped up the Ottoman Empire?
1: Well, they go, to, go, to, go, go to the First World War and begin there. But yes, the answer is yes.
2: Okay. First World War, Lawrence of Arabia basically was successful in his Arab revolt because the Arabs wanted to be free of the Ottoman Empire. What they ended up doing at the end of that is Sikhs and Picot, who were French and yeah. British diplomats, yeah. Brew lines on paper or on maps and chopped up the Ottoman Empire to chop it into pieces for the French Empire and for the British Empire. Britain got Iraq with with its oil. Palestine was supposed to have oil, so Britain got that. And Britain had already got Egypt. Then you run into World War II. And you have the UN... Well, excuse me. In World War II, the greatest threat to British control in Palestine may have been the Israeli, excuse me, the Jewish terrorist organization called Irgun.
1: But the Irguners, um, again, there there was um, there were two groups, but Irgun was one of them. But it, go, it goes back to when the British need money; the British are broke, and yes. they turn to the Rothschilds for money, and the Rothschilds. Are friends and and pro Zionist and when Zionism begins and actually in a meeting in Switzerland the first in the first of the Zionist congresses and they they talk about different parts I mean they are being forced rightfully so in what's happening in Ukraine what happens in Poland and and bottom bottom line what happens in Europe if you happen to be Jewish Spain and Catholic Spain and they're they're sick of it they want they want the out. And, and along comes the need for the money, and so Lord Rothschild makes the deal with Balfour, and it's for the it's for the creation of the state, the right, the so-called right to return, and that's what lays in the weeds that nobody really wants to discuss or talk about. This wasn't God gave this land to me. Uh, that seems to be a radio talk show theme that. Uh, god gave the israelis that land no in fact lord Balfour did and he well, did he did it for money now yeah. that that's the British the, ch- the, chess, the chessboard the chest the of the british
2: bought and paid for oh, well certainly and, bought okay well it's world war one and somebody needs to buy those british war bonds and that's where you're ro oh, no comes. absolutely no i mean the and that but but that, what that means is you are now forcing, or maybe I'll, I'll put it this way, you are going to be transferring Europeans to Arab lands without the consent of any of the Arabs that live there. Why? Because it's part of your colony. Later it becomes a mandate under the United Nations. Same thing.
1: No, I what mean, can have, can, can, but we have again and again and again throughout the um... – Throughout the world, and over time, that's why I said history does teach us a lesson about this. But over time, it's happened many places, many times. This isn't. This just happens to be what, why it goes on, where others get settled, and that's why history f- finds these places. Where, I mean, my my heavens, what happened in this country? The creation of this country this yes, is, well, this same is the same thing absolutely you know, remember united states of america is a created created country um that expands itself and does very well thank you very much i mean i'm, I'm, I'm but regardless we collectively this is a created nation in recent times this this um, united states of america is not, in terms of the ages of nations of Europe or a, uh, ages of of uh, Asian nations, we're, we're, we're very newborn.
2: And so, Peter, think about what that really is, if you think about it. Isn't that a war of national liberation that we fought in 1776 on? Well, isn't no, the
1: same? Isn't no, well, a- but in, in wars of national liberation, Generally, the occupiers are not of the same—I uh, don't know—genetic makeup or I know. race. I mean, we, I know. we 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 collectively, because we can say that you and I and everybody listening, we rid ourselves really of our cousins, the British. Agree. When other places like Algeria, you know, get down the list of places, the Congo. Um, I'm now reading about the CIA and the murder of Patrice Lumumba. Uh, yes. That that was, a, once again, when people talk about what the United States is capable of doing, uh, the murder of Patrice Lumumba. And that's in Belgian Congo, the old Be- the old Belgian Congo. And so that's when the Belgians, under Leopold, occupy the Congo. And what they don't do to those people, it's despicable what they do. And so that, and I mean, or. It, it, but the wheel goes round and round.
2: We well, asked the question about how it will end. Yeah, how does it end? And I'll just—I'll put it this way: there are two things. Number one, Israel cannot survive without U.S. assistance. They're probably running out of weapons by now, and we are supplying them one way or another.
1: But they're—they're they're sold. The, the weapons trade, I think, is a is separate, but because those those guys aren't giving rifles out, gratis to the no, Israelis no. there's a payment
2: no 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 what I'm, what I'm talking about is much more sophisticated weapons no, it doesn't well matter Re-
1: regardless I mean whether it's a uh, you know a fighter but, bomber but, but it, or m 6 or a weapon it's somebody has to pay for it,
2: it right but the point is someone has to supply it and that's us at this point but if, but but hang on, line line hang on a second hang on a second
1: if we don't somebody else will. That's arms, that's arms dealers.
2: I, I, I okay, I, I totally agree with that. But that also says, and the question is, how long or how large is Israel's purse without the United States' purse?
1: Well, here's a question. Oh, I'm, here's a question. We are the single largest debtor nation on the face of the earth. Why are we giving money to a country that doesn't have near the debt that we do?
2: Because we are not very intelligent.
1: Well, there's one, but there's a reason for it. I mean... The United States of America is the single debt, largest debtor country on the face of the earth. We are giving money to a country that has very little debt, certainly less debt than we do.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: um, why? I probably
2: would say the Israeli PAC of the United States.
1: It's one, it's one good reason. Yep. It's powerful. We live in a very powerful moment, but now I'm watching Joe. Joe Biden is shifting his stance. Why do you think
2: that? I think he's realizing <clears throat> that you have a choice that is going to be where does the oil money from hmm. Saudi Arabia and other places go? Well, well, that basically probably is more important than APAC. In the long run, oil. Yes. Remember, Money. you, none, you, you yeah. put it. You, you put it out that Israel has access to arms merchants. Okay, but who has the ultimate number of dollars? It ain't us anymore. Not really. So well,
1: once, once again, hey, remember, and now the Dune is back, and I'm a huge Dune fan. Remember <laughs> the, the great line: "The spice must f- the spice." must flow it's oil precisely absolutely it's oil um i'm i'm rereading dune and i haven't read dune in years and now the, the, they say the second part of the film must be just dev- devastatingly great i like the first part because they stayed with the book but um thank god and yeah thank absolutely right but if if you hang with it <laughs> it's going to get weird but people talk about, well, they're going to do Children of Dune. They're going to do The God Emperor of Dune. Well, it, let me ask Louie. Louis, are you a Dune fan? Do you read Dune? Have you read the books?
0: Uh, no, I just know the David Lynch film okay. and oh, the okay. new film coming out. Uh,
1: Lynch film was,
0: yeah. But
1: the book is, and and as I get older, the book changes for me what what, what uh, the book is now really about. It's a re- It's a religious book. It's a book about religion. Yes,
2: absolutely. Yeah, no,
1: I, you know, I always thought of it as some else. So no, it's about religion. Which there, I read this text to you, and then you and I can break off. Um, the Muslim army colonized North Africa. Can I then say the Christians of Constantine uh, conquered? Fill in the blank, or the. Um, the pragmatism of Christianity co- conquered Europe uh, excuse me conquered Europe well sure you could say that too. Uh, the, the Muslim army colonized North Africa, not true. It isn't true. And which army and which Muslim <laughs> and, and the beat goes on. So um, last I'll take the last comment if you will.
2: He who has the gold makes the rules finally
1: and eventually. It's always the truth. All right, man. 303-696-1971. This is very lengthy email here about me. i just open it up. Peter, Radio Free Denver, a.k.a. CIA and USA Propaganda Radio. Anti-USA. You know, that's interesting about the truth, isn't it? I mentioned the Congo and what happened to Patrice Lumumba. We talk about this kind of stuff. And it's it's historically accurate. And now it's CIA. My God. All right, my friends at the Black Eyed Pea in Colorado, locally owned and operated by Steve and Michelle. Friends, I love the place, man. We go. Eight locations. There's one sure to be near you. What are your plans for Valentine's Day? The Black Eyed Pea has some delicious specials on the 14th. Coming up, we are way past this, so perhaps someone in the sales department may want to update the copy. The Black Eyed Peas are great places. 12-ounce prime rib, 35 bucks. Grilled salmon, 28 bucks. Steak and shrimp. All entrees come with soup or salad, two sides, cup of cherry, peach cobbler, ice cream, and boom, you're in. No matter what, the Black Eyed Pea. And it's Motorcycle Breakfast Time at the Black Eyed Pea in Castle Rock. Download the Black Eyed Pea app or go to their website and select Pickup. You can place your order without having to call in. There's everything about the restaurant. Eight locations to choose you. These are wonderful folks. Let them do the cooking for you. Keep it in Colorado and visit the Black Eyed Pea near you. Morning, everybody. 62 will be the high on a Saturday. Today, Sunday, 67. Wow. And back to work Monday, 62 degrees. I'm Peter Boyles, 303-696-1971. One line is open. Uh, Can there be an end to the Israeli-Hamas war? And there's some Palestinian people coming into the studio, and people are so upset. And they were on a couple weeks back. Why do you think that? Because talk radio is supposed to do that stuff. The media is supposed to do that. Not in this town and not in this city. Oh, are you set for all the rest of the winter? Get ready for spring as well. Get to know our friends at the Arvada Army-Navy Surplus. Love the place. Uh, Kenny Deal and I rode motorcycles out there. They've been serving customers in Old Town Arvada since 1984. A vast collection of ski and insulated work gloves and winter hats and boots. I get my socks there. Selection of Carhartt jackets and... Heavyweight sweatshirts and rugged pants is unbeatable. They have the max, the premium hiking and work socks. So, whether you're a seasoned winter enthusiast or a beginner looking for fun, know exactly what you need at Arvada Army Navy Surplus. The place is great, Stephen, the staff, knowledgeable, and will assist you in finding all the gear that you need. Check them out, Arvada Army Navy Surplus. Historical military gears on display. See them old town arvada check them out arvadasurplus.com a-r-v-a-d-a-surplus.com that's arvadasurplus.com hey mike you're on a radio show thanks for waiting good morning and thank you
3: well good morning thank you um and, and by the way um uh, putting the palestinian people on is a good thing we need open discussion you know praise to you for doing that uh I don't agree with him. I criticized him last time, but, uh, you know, still needs to happen. I think,
1: you know what, because I do remember you calling. I mean, I don't remember, but, no, I'm (laughs) I'm serious. And I think uh, that's that's exactly what's needed.
3: It it is. It truly is. And uh, if you can't stand to hear an opinion contrary to your own opinion, then you're basically suppressing free speech. Well,
1: I I have learned to call it... um, echo chamber radio and or yes angry white guy radio come on you know that's not what yep. we do but that's yeah, what we well, become so
3: very very good though very good uh, yeah well we've got some room to grow there I'll tell you we'll, we'll see if it goes in the right direction but, but, but at one time yeah, excuse
1: me at one time it cost my dearest friend his life because he spoke yes. what what he I know for another day but you you're, go ahead I'm sorry I apologize
3: no, no, no. I, I remember Alan. I was I probably lived two blocks from that from him when that mm. happened. So, anyways, um, hey, uh, I I like you. I've been doing a little reading. Probably not as much, but uh, I was reading back uh, to uh, when Gaza was turned over in two thousand and five. Ariel Sharon, mm. and um, I, I was kind of shocked that it's only been eighteen years. And look how we've ended up. We've got a you know a terrible situation. But in 2005, they had to get rid of uh, 25 settlements and uh, over 9,000 Israeli citizens. They had to get them out of there. And supposedly it cost them $2 billion to do that. And it accomplished nothing. Uh, it, it's worse than it before.
1: What well, seems to me so, that it's a there – are, there are great moments of calm – and then there are great moments where it begins again. And, you know, the the part that I've been really reading about is this is in the in the four, 1948, in the beginning, where the you know, the state is proclaimed and, and the invasion begins, 200,000 Palestinians were fled or were expelled and they settled into Gaza as refugees. And since then, and I had to keep score, the Israelis have fought 15 wars against the Gaza. And the number of Gazans killed is no one knows. But we do, we know the death toll because the, the Israelis are far more sophisticated. Israel fought four wars against Egyptian-administered Gaza, the forty-eight Palestinian War, the border attacks of between 49 and 56, I made a list. The first occupation of Gaza during Suez, the capture of Gaza in 67, the first occupation. It, Michael, it goes on and on. And I mean, far more than I mean, that I certainly knew. But I try to hit myself to this because it really is extensive.
3: Well, uh, wow. Um, yeah, It. it uh But, you know, Peter, where I'm at is um, uh, we're not going to be able to, we, the United States or anybody else is going to be able to impose a situation or a peace in that region where one side or the other is insecure in some way. They've got to have, you know, uh, great security from the other side so that they can ensure their own survival. And uh, this is a perfect example. You know, they tried to force this on Israel, and Israel immediately had the the blockade um, Hmm. uh, over the region because they were insecure. And one thing led to another. And here we are only 18 years later, just at it again.
1: Again, And that's incredible. Thank you, because now I'm, I'm watching or reading Joe Biden, which is an art form itself, but Joe, Joe, and for me, who is a great believer in the tripwire, that now the United States military base in Jordan kills three GIs, Um, that was a scary moment, and those were backed by, the strike came against, they're Iranian-backed militias, there's just no question of it, and... The, yeah. the, 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 these assaults but what you're doing is you're going to walk into one of them and Biden Biden frankly scares the hell out of me and yeah, the military the military launches strikes against these um Iranian backed uh, militants inside of Iraq and inside of Syria here we go again what's Joe learned yeah he's
3: uh, yeah he's he's nothing no. but you know uh, I, we've had this conversation before. I, I, I want us out of there. I was, uh, again, some more reading, but we have something. You know, the, our aid to Israel, it, it used to be primarily economic mm-hmm. in dollars. Now it's more military, mm-hmm. and the military aid is such that it's called a grant. Yes, We grant them money, and then there's terms, though. You use this money to buy arms from mm-hmm. us. Yeah. And, and so, so what we're doing over there is just perpetuating it um, with our policies and our – and our. Uh, it, it's just sickening. If it's you, just, it, but you have to understand
1: the internal, and I, I suspect you do. The American taxpayer, it's called U-turn money, and it goes as a grant, but it comes back to general dynamics or – whomever builds the fighters or whoever builds the, the armor, whoever does this, whoever does that. And so that's the military-industrial complex. They love this. They love Ukraine. This is getting guys rich. And so, and one, you know, there's that great line, if you don't do it, you know somebody else will. The, one of the primary fact, factors in Obama making the overtures to the mullahs and giving them back their own money that was frozen here because of, I because of uh, the Shah, because they needed weaponry, they needed replacement parts, they needed all this stuff, and they were going to go to the Europeans and buy it. And the defense, the the uh, excuse me, the industrial military industrial complex, the war machine, goes to Obama and says, "Look, <laughs> look where the money's going to be spent." So that's when they sent. John Kerry, he meets the mullahs, and I've always said, "Can you imagine him walking into that room with those mullahs in there? They had him at a, they had him at a low. As soon as he said a low, they had him." And, and I'm serious. I, I believe you. And then, so what happens under the first part of the Trump administration? The Saudis want stuff. Where does Donald Trump go? Same lawyers, same bankers same same military industrial representatives, you get on Air Force One, where do they go? They go to Riyadh.
3: Guess what, though? They got to do the sword dance. That's something else. Well,
1: so, no, but my, my I mean, it, it comes, Eisenhower's great, and, you know, Eisenhower's warning. Watch these bastards. Because they're going no, no, to do it every time.
3: Well, you know, Peter, as you say, uh, Israel is shaped like Mr. Peanuts. Yeah. If somebody forces a palestinian state in the thin part of israel over there it will accomplish nothing, nothing. but but more fighting destruction death so uh who's ever urging the creation of uh, a separate state for palestine boy i'll tell you well, that's not gonna it's not they, gonna work you
1: hear about what's called they call it the two-state solution and yep. you read about it read about it read about it and I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there is no solution, and there's only periods of calm and periods of war. I, 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 the more I read, and the books I'm reading, and, and they're, they're neutral books, but they're just, you know, factual history. And, and none of it, none of it turns out well.
3: No, you know, and I wonder. I, I'm I'm of the opinion that it we're down to might makes right, mm-hmm. and they're going to keep fighting mm-hmm. till either one side wipes out the other, or one side says I give.
1: But that's that's what see. Netanyahu now says. Here's because they're asking him for a war aim, and and he mm-hmm. says, "Look," he said, uh, he's even talking about um, indefinite military control. They will not quit till they till they get every member of Hamas. Hamas will just, just lie um, in, a, in a in a grave only to return. I mean, you don't you don't defeat the, in in Algeria. I'm reading some of the history of Algeria. The French beat them down, beat them down, beat them down, beat them down, and they always returned. And eventually, the French go home, and they know that. I don't. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that applies. I don't think that applies to the state of Israel, but certainly was Afghanistan. Certainly was Algeria. Certainly was the Congo. Have you ever read the history of the Congo? Oh, what the
3: Belgians no, did.
1: What the Belgians did, and then what the Americans. This pissed somebody off that I would mention this, but they, there was a guy named Patrice Lumumba, and uh, and his opposition guy Peter. You got to get a life. His name Joseph Kasabubu. And Casabubu uh, is a an American asset. And this is under Eisenhower, and they they thought that Lumumba uh, was a Marxist and, and they were socialist. And anyhow, they, the whole threat was to uh, it would it, they, that they would go into the under the into the Russian camp and the rest of it. So. They engineered it just like they engineered Bolivia, they, or excuse me, Chile, and a bunch of other different places. So it ends up the overthrow of Patrice Lumumba, who then is turned over to the army. They torture him and kill him. And in, in Moscow today, Patrice Lumumba University, where uh, where people you know who want to go, now it doesn't matter now, but in the old days, but the American CIA did that. <laughs> just like they put the Shah back on the throne. They did these things. And so I was uh, being attacked by the same Joker, but that's just the truth. What's wrong with you the truth?
3: <laughs> well, it's painful sometimes. But yes, uh, hey, what'd you say that name of that university was? Patrice Patrice Lombo?
1: Lumumba. Patrice Lumumba in in Moscow. It was the training becomes the training ground, and yeah. um, I you know what. Yeah,
3: that. Rings a bell. It oh, seems sure. to me Mahmoud Abbas got his yeah. PhD or did his dissertation yeah, sure. there, didn't he? I, I,
1: I, would wow. not, I would not doubt it. They would have these. Wow. They would have these conventions. Not here again. I got to get a life. But in the twenties, uh, after the Soviet Revolution, then they would have these. Congr- they would have these congresses, these United Front meetings. Einstein went. Um, Nehru went. I mean, it's amazing the people that would go to these. Uh, far left of center, United Front, uh, sponsored by God only knows who, and they would be in Paris, or they would be different, Belgium, they would be in Brussels, and Prince Einstein would go. Wow. And and was far left stuff. Nehru came. Uh, Ben Bella came. Uh, Ho Chi Minh was there. And they would meet. And well, we're not supposed to know that. I mean, I, I, I was I, the name. The only name that that really stuck out to me. I was, you know, yeah, I can understand Nehru going. They were anti-colonial, anti-imperialist. I understood, you know, Ho Chi Minh, Einstein.
3: Einstein
1: attended. You know, he was he was who
3: he was. You know, bottom line, though, going back to our original opening here, uh, you, you actually have one has to work. Hard to get the complete information to understand things because we are the information is controlled and has been sure. controlled. You know, what we read about and it, to slant to one side or the other. Sure. And it, it's amazing, like what you just demonstrated, okay. if you do some deep digging and research, what you can learn.
1: Take care of yourself. Love your calls, man. 303-696-1971. Danny Kaplitz, the law offices of my friend. And Dan's believed to be the only attorney in Colorado history to win five straight multimillion-dollar jury verdicts in motor vehicle crash cases. I speak for my family when we went through some stuff, and Danny just looked over everybody's shoulders. They're a firm that believes good people from all walks of life, without regard of ability to pay, receive the level of legal representation that the rich and powerful enjoy and you get. Danny Kaplis' Law believes that talks cheap, experience counts, results matter. The firm would be happy to share with you its track record of outstanding jury verdicts and out-of-court settlements. The capitalist Law Firm believes who you hire says so much about you to everyone involved. They suggest you choose a law firm that shares your values. The firm believes core values have been the foundation of all the, all the belief. Faith, integrity, hard work, dedication. If you need that man's help, you call the man up. 303-770-5551. 303-770-5551. Hit dancaplislaw.com, dot com. He is my friend. Morning, everybody. On a Saturday, twenty-four February, twenty twenty-four, seven ten KNUS, U S. Denver's talk station. I'm Peter Boyle, sixty-two. The high today, sixty-seven. On Sunday, sixty-two. Back to work Monday. We go to Bill on line one. Bill, you waited. Good morning, and thank you. Morning, Peter. Hey, man.
4: Hey, real quick, have you had have you had Robert Spencer on since this thing blew up in October?
1: I have not. I get the uh, one. I should I should have him on. We did him on our YouTube show.
4: Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, two things. When you have these Palestinians on, uh, I guess, later this morning, is that mm-hmm. what it is? Yes. Um, can you? The thing I've always noticed is, um, and I, I'm loath to make general statements, I swear to well, God. That's okay, really man. Not a problem. You know, like when people, whenever there's a hurricane, people say, oh, people around here, we stick stick together. Like, How are you different than the other people that have hurricane? I, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. But here, here's something I, I have always noticed is that Muslims who are, you know, into their Islam, they are very, very good. At knowing and voicing and promoting and lamenting their grievances, they really suck at anybody else's grievances. Okay, mm. so you see, you'll see a lot of Israeli groups that are saying, you know, not in my name, uh, mm-hmm. you know, peace, state. Yeah. You don't hear too much of that coming from the other side. Okay, so I, yeah. I'd like you to ask them now, that. Like, that's it, it, an
1: it, interesting. It, that's an interesting it, observation. Um, they certainly have you know and it, it, there's ebb and flow in the middle east there's there's a you know there's times with sahaladeen or you know any number of madis or any um, uh, other leaders and nasserites or they they do they they it's a rise and fall i i i agree with your analysis of a hurricane but there are moments when one side seems to be on top and there's other sides remember that what's significant a significant theme as a reader of there they it's always been part of an empire there's all they've always been weather yeah. it was this guy this guy this guy the romans uh you know the, the the ottoman it doesn't matter the byzantines it doesn't matter or the british it seems to be i know you know years decades yeah. centuries of being empired
4: well Here's what I, I think, Pete. That you see, all around the world, people have grievances. Okay, you got the Prussians. Okay, there's no more Prussia. Uh, no more Sudeten Germans. There's people in Alsace who want to be part of Germany. There's people in Nice mm-hmm. who want to be part of Italy. The Corsicans. But they, they cause the wars. Catalans, that, that, that all caused the, wars. The Catalans, the Basques, the Northern thing. Irish, the war. American Indians. They all, they all have grievances.
1: But they all, right? but, that, they all they, have, but everything you just said caused a, a lengthy war.
4: Right, but, but and it still goes on. They're not resolved. Okay, Northern no. Ireland's not yeah. resolved. The Catalans aren't happy. No. Okay? No. So, so what I'm saying is these people manage to live their lives and, and, and put the grievances as a, as a footnote, a part mm-hmm. of their life. But they still, you know, have a life. And, and, but but these, you don't see that over there. Well, you, this is this they're, one. They're this completely is this obsessed by their grievances. One,
1: one or two, if you count West Bank, they're they're not Gaza's not big. I mean, Gaza is no, it's
4: seven by twenty. Yeah, it's seven I,
1: by twenty. I, I actually crossed it's into it's like Gaza. It's smaller than Douglas County. I think it's twi- I think it's yeah, very good. I think it's like, but I think it's like oh, big deal. We're going to argue about seven miles, but I thought it was like twenty-seven. But you're right. Oh,
4: maybe maybe twenty. Yeah, it's any little thing. Yeah, no, it's very very small. Yes, I agree. To me, those. The Palestinians and Muslims in general—they—they just obsess. Remember, with not weaknesses. the Palestinians. Part of, that's part of their life.
1: It's important to know that Christianity. A lot of Palestinians are Christians. Yes, some are. Some are. Yeah, some. I mean, no. There's I mean, some. there's there's Christian Palestinians and there's and mm-hmm. there's agnostic Palestinians and there's Muslim and they're they're generally um, Sunnis. Yeah.
4: Well. Like I said, the two things I want to point out is I think that the Muslims in general are very grievance-mongering. or They love pity parties. But the other thing is this. To me, Muhammad, uh, if he didn't invent anti-Semitism, he took it to the next level. And he made that part and parcel of Islam. Not not just being wary of Jews, Mm -hmm. a lot of Western anti-Semites are, but hatred of Jews. You have to oppress. You have to... Conquer the Jews. Mm-hmm. You, you can't. You know. You have to keep them under your thumb. dimitude, right? You know. Robert mm-hmm. Spencer has right. told you. I'm sure he's told you all about this. I've read it many places. So I mean, what, what's the what, what, Why is why is Iran so wrapped up in this? They don't have any well, territorial f- grievances with the no, Jews. No, but for those, you no, know, it's because it, of their religion.
1: Well, it's. I think it's that, and it's also, it's also a rallying call. Um, as I mentioned, just in, and I've really decided to. Read at least an hour to a day, just on this. And I had really no idea how many wars have been fought against the Gaza or in the Gaza. And I mean, fifteen, 15 wars. And if you if you body count it, um, the Gazans have lost, you know, many many people. With the death toll of the. The death toll of, well, the, of the Gaza. Let me finish. The death toll of the Gaza outstrips all other Arab-Israeli conflicts. That's pretty significant.
4: Yeah. Well, um, in terms of this present conflict, we have to take Hamas's word for that body count. Oh, I all think right, it's I'm probably pretty accurate.
1: It's probably pretty accurate. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but if you take Israel fights four wars during when the Egyptians administered Gaza. And then the forty-eight war, the border attacks—I mean, the list is pretty extensive. And I—I mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Do you see? Well, a, do you see an end to this?
4: Well, no, because it's <laughs> no because it's in their religion. It's, it, it's in their religion. You know, you can say Catholics and Protestants in, in Northern Ireland, <laughs> but there's nothing in Qatar that says you have to kill Protestants or vice versa. But Oh-oh. there is in Islam. Oh-oh. You have to. You Oh-oh. have to. You have to, well. you have to submit. You, you know, to force them you, to submit. you
1: you say that, and I know a little bit about Irish history and the Protestants and Catholics. You can say it isn't written anywhere, but believe me, it's at not 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 as we speak because there is a calm. I know
4: they do it, but but they can't they can't point to Christ's example by killing people. Oh, Muslims listen, when when, William, of, when when all day long about
1: when when the British bring William of Orange and put him on the throne, Orange Billy. And that's a green light, and that's the. Mar- I mean, it, that's for another morning. But to think that one part allows the other to coexist is—it just isn't true. And
4: I'm just saying, Christ did not advocate violence. Uh, for his I, listen, I—he lived I, and breathed I, yeah, it. Yeah.
1: Well, again, and how many people have been killed in the name of the gentle Jesus?
4: Well, right, but I mean, <laughs> but. the... Reality, my friend, my friend,
1: my friend, reality deals off the bottom of the deck, and I agree, yes, what you're saying, but reality says something else. I mean, the whole notion of the crusade, one way or the other, is about whose religion is right, or whose religion should be uh, dominant.
4: Most of the grievances around the world are not religious-based. This one is, and that's uh-huh. why it's not going to stop.
1: Well, religion has it's a hell, hell of a lot to do. No.
4: Ask, ask your Palestinian friends when they come on later on. If sure. They accept Israel's right to exist, okay. the state of Israel's right to exist. in the 67 borders or anything. And if they want to ceasefire, fine. What happens to the hostages? Again,
1: these are questions that people, they will speak to. And I, I made a deal with them, just so people okay. know. I made a deal. They they were to come in the studio and take calls, and they agreed to that. And they, they, it was oh, yeah. it was a good show the last time. We'll do it again. You know what, Bill? Your caller is a great call, well thought out, man. It's very bright. It's for a smart call. Thanks.
4: Take people. All
1: right. Three zero three six nine six nineteen seventy one. Lou, how are we doing here? We're we're good shape. Got to go to break. Lou says break. We break. Three zero three six nine six nineteen seventy one. The Palestinians are back in the studio this morning, and boy, there was a lot of heat generated from that last time I got a call on it. But what I think is interesting is that's what we're supposed to be doing. That's what this business is about, and it's been just screwed over and treated like people blew the, blow their nose. Now on what we have, what we have accomplished in this business, from and, and now you do this, <laughs> all right. 303-696-1971. Hold on.
0: Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn.